0: Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I am so pleased to be speaking with Gary Hines. He is the music director of Sounds of Blackness and also the writer of The uh, Night Before Christmas, which is streaming right now from the Ordway. Hello, Gary.
1: Hi, Emily. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm so glad to have you on. So tell us about the show that you've got going at the Ordway right now.
1: This is the 42nd anniversary of The Night Before Christmas, a musical fantasy. Minnesota's own Sounds of Blackness. But this is the first time, Emily, for it to be presented virtually and in a constant version. So uh, we are available right now through January 3rd, uh, Broadway On Demand. And uh, all your listeners have to do is to go to soundsofblackness.org, or they can go to orway.org uh, and uh, get their ticket. $15, dollars dollars—that's the whole household see it, as many times as they would like. And this is something that is completely family-friendly.
0: Oh, wonderful. Tell me a little bit about how you had to kind of adjust how this show would be presented this year because of the pandemic.
1: Lots of adjustments, uh, Emily, due to uh, COVID protocol and realities and limitations. Uh, The first, of course, is the sentiments of of the Sounds of Blackness uh, singers and and band. We really wanted to present the show, but knowing that uh, theaters were not open uh, and won't be for a while. But we really wanted to present it not only because we, we love it and it, it's in our blood to do it, but because uh, there's there's so much negativity and depression and and uh, angst in the air right now with COVID and the economy and everything else that's going on, that we were getting calls and tweets and emails. People really needed uh, the show. We were getting from all quarters of the public, uh, mm-hmm. people really pleading with us, Emily, saying, please do the Christmas show. I don't know how we know, you know, the theaters aren't open. So, uh Step in the Lord way, God bless them, uh, for us to have the option of uh, doing a pre recorded virtual concert version of the play. So, with COVID, we couldn't do uh, a full rendition of the play because there's too much uh, close contact uh, that would not be safe social distancing with the characterizations and the full choreography, the full book, so to speak. But we knew that we could distance if we did a concert of some of the music from the show. And so, uh, it's different in that way. Uh, but what we also wanted to do was for people, we knew there'd be a lot of first-timers this year, uh, who even though the show has run 42 years, 42 years has, have never seen it. Uh, um, and we wanted to give them a little flavor of the actual musical. So uh, within the concert, we still have visits from our costume fantasy characters. Uh, Santa Claus is a the reindeer, the Rudolph the Rabbit Reindeer, uh the Singing Stockings, the Dancing Chitlins. So it's not just a a straight concert. We still have uh, visuals from the musical play.
0: That's absolutely amazing. Can you talk to me a little bit about the process of getting everything filmed?
1: Yes. um, We started really a a few, almost a few months ago now, with uh, Zoom rehearsals. Uh, even though, and, and a lot of the, the preparation, Emily uh, really was about deprogramming. Uh, that probably sounds a little weird to your listeners, but what mm-hmm. I mean by that is uh, the the regular play, the full play, the night before Christmas is so ingrained mm-hmm. in Sounds of Blackness, singers and band. In fact, many of our all of our members have grown up with it. Some of our current members our, our uh, offspring, that the children of some original members, and so <laughs> they literally grew up with it as children, they know it front to back, and so to do a concert version of it, we had to deprogram ourselves from the dialogue, from the choreography, from the cues that lead into the songs, so on and so forth, and it, you would think to just to do a concert version of it, oh, that'd be easy, just go ahead and sing the songs. But no, those songs are tied to choreography and dialogue uh, and blocking and all that kind of thing. So we had to get that out of our heads. Even the band's cues are tied to what happens in the show. So that was uh, uh, the biggest part of the preparation, uh, even as we began to rehearse. But then in terms of specifically, as you ask about, the recording process or the pre-record, we were blessed to do it. Uh, And a shout out to, uh, to Elim Church in Northeast Minneapolis. We needed, obviously, a stage that was big enough that would hold, uh, we could safely distance uh, our 10-piece band as well as uh, our 15-member uh, singers and cast. Uh-huh. And uh, we found that uh, in, in Elam Church in Northeast Minneapolis, and we thank them uh, for their, their graciousness.
0: Wow, that's really incredible. I mean, what a undertaking to get all of this, you know, reorganized, rearranged, and to get all the musicians <laughs> yeah. together, so to speak, right? So, um, so did you have singers and band members there at the recording, or did the band record themselves separately?
1: It's so interesting and insightful that you asked that, Emily. And the reason I say that is the original plan when uh, we were having our endless uh, Zoom call conferences with the wonderful staff at, at the at the Ordway. Um, that was the original plan, to, to pre-record the band separately uh, and then bring the, the vocals in and so forth. But uh, that's not what wound up happening. Uh, Elam was large enough, uh, the church, for us to, to do it live, which is what we prefer to do, to simultaneously uh, record and film uh the the orchestra and the cast on stage mm-hmm. so we were blessed to do that uh um, and uh had a, a wonderful staff and crew uh shout out to uh Carl Deemer who was uh, heading up uh, our our camera crew and the audio and all of that and uh audio tech uh, so many that they came to the party uh to make this happen under the auspices of uh, the one and only Orpheum Theater
0: Having done this show for so many years, what do you think it means to musicians in the Twin Cities to participate in this show? What do you think it means to audience members to be able to count on Sounds of Blackness each year?
1: Uh, it means the world, Emily. It really does. Um, and, and at the risk of repetition, uh, I could I could send you some of the emails and, and messages that we receive uh, from people i mean young old men women black white yeah, whatever persuasion uh literally pleading with us uh to do uh despite the the, the uh, prohibitions of of uh of um covid protocol and, and limitations to find some way to do some semblance of this of display this because they really really needed it i mean not being able to visit family on top of everything else they just needed something and so uh we were uh really bound and determined, as, as my grandmother used to say, to to uh, find a way. And then uh, literally, uh, you know, the good Lord made a way uh, through, again, through the Ordway, through Elam uh, Church. Um, everything fell together, um, uh, you know, by His grace and, and by uh, the, the dedication and, and a lot of sweat of uh, Ordway staff and Sounds of Blackness, singers and band, and the magnificent uh, lighting and, and sound and, and the camera crew that we had. Uh, to do this.
0: I'm speaking right now with Gary Hines. He's the music director of Sounds of Blackness, which is showing now at Ordway.org and also Sounds of Blackness website. And uh, Gary, do tell us exactly how to to view the show, if you would.
1: Certainly. Uh, again, it's being streamed uh, as we speak uh, now through January 3rd. It's been extended. Originally, uh, we were wanting to go to uh, to the New Year's Eve, December 31st. But now it's going to uh, January third through that uh, New Year's weekend, and it's streamed on Broadway on Demand. And the easiest way to get uh, your ticket for it, uh, the Broadway on Demand stream is to go to the Sounds of Blackness website, which is really easy, Sounds of org or g, uh, or. If you prefer, you can go to org.org uh, and get your $15 ticket. And again, this is a real bargain to say the least, because you know, if we were looking at a situation where you were bringing family, friends, whatever to the live show and paying $50, $60 per ticket, yeah. uh, you know, to go out into the Minnesota cold to see that, look at the advantage now. I mean, you yeah. can watch it in the comfort of your own home, you know, in your PJs or, or your jeans and sweats. Uh, you've got a front row seat. <laughs> for the whole family as many times as you want for $15. So uh, you can't beat that with a stick, as they say.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Gary Hines, what a pleasure it was to speak with you. The Sounds of Blackness showing now at Ordway.org, also at soundsofblackness.org. Gary, thank you so, so much for uh, your time. Thanks, Bunch.
1: Thank you, Emily.